I think I would want to go see St. Patrick's Day land. Because yeah. it's like, what is that? Just like Ireland. You could have just opened the door because there's just Guinness bottles and, be- and, and gold, <laughs> pots, and pots hey, of gold everywhere. Hey, as an Irishman, I find that funny. Nerd on. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve. We're going to go around the horn and do a little bit of an introduction to the hosts to my left. This is Tom, uh, and I am the resident grumpy dude. But, you know, today I think that's not going to happen a lot because I'm really excited about this topic. Um, And I'm a big fan of... All things that are dark and twisted. Macabre. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Macabre I hope, Tom. And I, and for, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> and for all those listeners, you guys are welcome to the things that we like, as I hope that I'll be welcome to your ears. Yes. That sounds well, weird. That's really sweet. Yeah. Tom, you're changing. Oh. Uh, what's up, guys? It's me, Mr. Powers, uh, here to talk about... This is one of my favorite entertainment uh, movies. I... I, I Love this this film probably not as much as Josh, but it's pretty far up there. So I'm excited as well. More than your wife? You're gonna hear me gush. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Ali. Um, I agree. I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ali, and I agree. We all love this movie more than <laughs> with I love everything. This uh, I'm Josh, and today we are talking about something very near and dear to my heart. We are talking about the movie Nightmare Before Christmas, and, and near and dear to your uh, butthole. Yeah, well. <laughs> near and dear as we have... To the have, shoulder of his butthole. Yes, Sorry, the yes. shoulder yeah, of yes, my yes. butt hole. Um, <laughs> butt hole. Yes, tis the season. It is about that season. It's the, is it a Christmas movie? Is it a Halloween movie? Or is what it the is perfect it? blend of both? Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? No one cares about Thanksgiving. I believe Tim Burton <laughs> went on on uh, record saying it is a Christmas movie. Uh, okay. So it's a pretty genius. If you think about it from a marketing standpoint, they could have ran that movie from October through December. Oh, and yeah. just but bank. Disneyland mm-hmm. starts using the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff when Halloween hits. Yeah. 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 And it just runs through. So, yeah, to your point. It's a perfect yeah. amalgamation of both. Yeah. It's very, very strong Halloween imagery, like really good. Well done. <laughs> oh, yeah. The imagery is strong with this one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. That's what we're talking about. I'm very, very excited about it because... Did we say it yet? Did we say Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. Okay, we were good. talking about Nightmare Before Christmas in case was, anybody I was like, didn't Did know. we say the title at all? It's welcome Nightmare to the podcast, well, I mean, everyone. all our listeners also saw the title too. Oh, yes. okay, Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When they click the thumbnail, when they, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How shall we start this? Well, I we think I, I really would like you to start it off because it's kind of oh, your, like, your thing like... What was, and we'll go around and talk about this, uh, wh- what was like your first experience watching it, if you recall, or what does the movie mean to you, uh, yeah. either then or now? Well, I mean, it came out in 1993. I was eight. So, I'm, I mean, I remember seeing it in the theaters. Um, but it really became a big part of my life um, in high school, actually. Um I was a really shy kid. Really before high school, I was a really shy kid. And a friend of mine talked me into auditioning for a play. And at the time, I we talked about this in our movies episode, yeah. but um, the my high school drama director uh, did a play version of Nightmare Before Christmas. And I watched it a lot, obviously. Got to get into the, the role. Yeah, the script. <laughs> and, you know, you when you read a script enough, you just memorize. Anyway... Um, is it one of those movies now you can like word for word? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. We uh, we watched it a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I, and we, I was sitting over there just like kind of mouthing the words because I just knew even just the, the <laughs> lines of dialogue. Bunny! Yeah. <laughs> and not even just the song lyrics, but just like the script. Yeah. And so. Um, How is it with that surround sound? It's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's so good. But uh, yeah, I just love this movie. There's. From beginning to end, I just I love the the arc of it. I love the characters. I love the world. I love stop motion. I, I just think it's such a cool thing. And in 1993, it was just like whoa. 
So this is so cool. So you watched it before you were doing it in the play, right? <clears throat> yeah, but, but it wasn't as much of a impact. I think it had such an impact on me because I was such a shy kid, and mm-hmm. that was the start of my acting. It became and something for you. It became something for me because it broke me out of my. It was a vehicle. My, your shell. Yeah, yeah, my shell, and kind of created the monster that is me today. That is <laughs> not and what as a monster shy. it is. Yeah, and isn't very shy, but you know, I was very very shy then i hardly even talked and so yeah that's nice Hmm. i like that um kind of going back to josh's point i mentioned it in our halloween one and something that's stupid that scared me when i was a really kid i remember i don't know if it was like d2 mighty ducks while watching the vhs or some but what i just remember watching a vhs and seeing the trailer for night before christmas and the part where Jack Skellington rips off his head scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And so I, mean, I said that, and I was a dumb little kid. And, you know, the movie came out in 1993. I was born in 1991. So, I mean, obviously the movie had been out by that time, but I never watched it. And then I remember just maybe I was like five or six, and I started watching it. And I found and my sister, um, Tammy. Um, we don't need Shout out to Tammy. Okay, I guess we could. Um, Wait, I'm sorry. Tammy and Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I like how immediately I was like, oh, I know what I was going to say. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Tammy, well done. Yeah. Tammy and Tommy. Um, that was her favorite movie at the time. And she was the older sister. So everything, you know, kind of what happens with you have an older sibling, you know, you never have to buy new clothes because you just I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> There's two your, jokes happening right there. You wore your big sister's clothes? Uh, excuse me? You wore your big sister's clothes? Yeah, exactly. You nice. know, we'll just pass down, hand-me-downs. That's how, you know, normal families are, right? Yeah. Anyways, uh, no, but just... The, Is that in- why you're wearing a dress tonight? Exactly. Okay. Um, just the influence of having an older, you know, sister or brother in your household, like, they pretty much influence everything they do. Everything that they do is cooler than whatever you're doing because you're a dumb young Well, kid. yeah, old, older, the oldest sibling is always the coolest, smartest, and handsome oh, yeah. one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever yeah, said that totally. is probably the older sibling. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I can't think of that. Anyway, that is but, uh, yeah, so she loved uh, Night Before Christmas. I never knew why. Uh, she was always a very, like, everything that Tommy liked, she, like, she had to be opposite of. But that was the one thing I was kind of like, I can, I can like this. And, I, and that's where it kind of came from for me was at first I was scared of everything. You know, I was scared of like skeletons and goblins and vampires. Everything. And, and werewolves. Everything that could be quote unquote <laughs> scary is actually now the things I love the most. Um, probably because of Night Before Christmas because it made it to the point where like these monsters aren't these one dimensional things that are out to get you. They're mm-hmm. people. They're, they're things that have feelings and they have hopes and they and werewolves wear flannel. Like, yeah, um, of course they do. Yeah. And, you know, some vampires are tall and skinny and fat and they have high pitched voices. Um, and so it, it, like it's kind of just threw away all those things. I like, you know, this, the scary movies of those times for me. And I like I stopped becoming like afraid of the dark at that point, I guess. Hmm. But, um, yeah, it was just when I was watching as a kid, I had the little black clamshell VHS thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we would put it in every maybe Halloween, actually probably at least once a month actually thinking about it because she loved that movie so much and we that's what we do we would just rewatch the movies that we love so so often because again the vcr and tv became like our third parent nice so like that, that. Was, that was where that night before christmas came for me um for me it was i was four when it came out so i don't remember if i saw it in theaters or not but my uh one of my grandparents we call granny um Shout she's, to granny. she's we call her granny Goodwitch. she's into the witch kind of stuff like nice. she always had these uh, my mom made her this this little like thing that hung in the doorway that was like three different potions it was like rat tail whatever da, 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 and it was all painted and hung up um so i think she she was the first one to show that to us and i fell in love i thought jack was the coolest the pumpkin person. king baby dude that opening song yeah. hooked me Jackson. immediately oh, yeah. when he comes oh, in and he's the scared he's just and he lights himself on fire and, he and the jumps way he, off the yeah. way he comes out of it and his like bow tie unfolds and everything oh, yeah. i was like super sold it's, um, it's the best way you hype up literally the main character of like this guy's badass this guy's the shit yeah um loved the music uh you know theater musical theater kid like yourself yeah. josh um i played the clown with the the tearaway face, my freshman year. Kid. Nice, like you. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just the aesthetic. I've always been a, um, uh, I've always liked Tim Burton stuff. I know he produced, he didn't direct it, but like mm-hmm. it's his designs for the characters and stuff. Um, and you know, throughout my life, I've always loved uh, like Edward Scissorhands and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. So it. I've I've just Bad been man. really drawn into it. And I still Bad I still man. love it. The songs. My wife and I sing the songs throughout the year. Uh, anytime yeah. one of us asks, "What's this?" 
that's just an opening to sing the entire song. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think my, you know, it's like much like your sister, we'd had it on every month or every other month at least once because we just wanted to it's sing. Just enjoyable. It's just enjoyable. It's just from start to finish an enjoyable film. So, especially when you're like It's six. not even that long. No. It's like an hour and 15 minutes or something. Is yeah, it really? It's pretty yeah. short. It's a pretty short. I just watched it recently, right now, watch it. and I just thought it went by quick because I loved it, but no, it actually goes by quick. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I can't remember the first time I watched it. It had to have been with my brother because he's younger than me. Um, <laughs> speaking of older brothers, but I think it was. Um, I think it might have even been like blockbuster, like post oh. whatever. I mean, I mean Hollywood Video. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It might have been Hollywood Video post lackluster uh, video. That. Yeah. Lackluster video. Um, but I loved it. I mean. I fell in love immediately. I love Tim Burton's style. Um, it it it's weird because of all of Tim Burton's work. It reminds me the most of like it correlates the most to me to Batman mm-hmm. and Batman Returns. Just like well, yeah, well, plus you've goth. got uh, Danny Elfman. Uh, yeah, oh, God, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Which we'll talk about. In Danny, oh yeah, of course, Danny Elfman. But yeah, yeah, and like. I don't know. I've, I, don't, I don't think I've met a single person who, when you bring that movie up, they're like, oh, I fucking hate that film. I don't, I don't trust think, the person that I, My like wife, that. her grandma is obsessed with it as well. And oh, so man, that's awesome. The two of us are, we watch it every Halloween and every Christmas. Nice. <laughs> so. You know, I, I think, funny enough, like, I think I watched this before I watched the Batman animated series. And the reason I throw back to that, you know, show that we just, we talked about uh, complex characters. Because the thing about with animated series or animated things like stop motion um, that a lot of movies and animated stuff get away with comparatively to like live action stuff is that you don't have to show characters going through motions. Yeah. You could just go give story and have it have this cool, spectacular look and then you could just plot, 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 plot. And then people are okay with it because they're watching something that doesn't look real. But for me, I think a big thing that I guess I really connected with Jack Skellington with was like when he comes back from uh, Christmas Town and he's trying to recreate Christmas magic. Yeah. And, oh, for, and no one's getting it. And no one's getting no it. And like it. he has to be like, it's okay. It will be some sort of Christmas and that's just fine. Oh, and he's like, I may as well give him what they want. Yeah. And then even like when he's in his tower, like trying to just like, like maniacally, meticulously try to figure out the, the, the formula to do it. And then even like when the he be- cuts the snowflake. Yeah. And what does it mean? Yeah, he gets a spider, spider. bush with a double take. <laughs> oh, he puts the candy cane and it becomes a noodle. Like, and then even the, like his very big introduction, like, I don't think there's a lot of like cinema that shows like the hero like that. Like you can, can compare it to like Indiana Jones, kind of looking at the same time frame, right? Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, where it's like he's this like guy who's like meticulously looking over this idol, takes it, runs away. So you could tell like he's really to take his risk. And then all of a sudden you have him be like this professor. So it's kind of like, oh, so he's also smart too. But then like this is like, this is like the most triumphant, like music's going off. And it's like, Jack, Jack, Jack. And it's like, oh shit. This is Everyone like, loves dope. him. Everyone loves him. But then right after that, he's by himself, sad and lonely. And like, mm-hmm. I think that's probably one of my favorite aspects about him is that like, you can have everything, yeah. but still be like the like complacent king. You know? yeah. yeah. He's yeah. deep right off the bat. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah. And he, I mean, like to your point, you, they show he's smart. He's reciting Shakespeare. He's, mm. you know, he's at heart. He's this. Lover, almost this very he romanticizes things highly. Um, he's just bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and for Everybody someone who is bored, he wants a challenge. Yeah, right. Because becomes the same, very, very tired of the same old thing over and over again. And for someone who is like, and he's on top of it all, though. You know that he has a limelight, and it's like it's very easy when it's like it's the same old thing, and you're like a cog in the wheel. But he's like the celebrity yeah. of the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, the uh, something I just realized. This, I mean, I was too. Maybe I just didn't notice when I was younger. You but were. the fact that there's a two-faced politician oh, is yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. favorite thing in the world who loses Jack. his shit almost immediately. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Like, I'm fine, an elected everyone. official. Jack. I can't make any decisions, decisions. on my own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, you know what? There's something I really miss about 90s kids stuff. Oh, yeah. Is the amount of adult jokes that were in there, like over the radar adult yeah. jokes. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, just way over our heads. I mean, if you look at all of Rugrats, the doctor's name is Lipschitz, like, yeah. which is like, he's a fucking, doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a liar. Yeah. But you know, when you're young, you're like, yeah, Dr. Lipschitz, whatever. He knows what he's talking about. But my dad <laughs> used to love watching that, uh, and all real monsters with us. Cause he's like, it's all adult humor. Oh there. yeah. Uh, and this has a good, I think this movie, having watched it recently for Halloween and then again in pre- uh, preparation for this really showed me how many adult jokes there are in in this film. Oh, it film. gets dark. Yeah. Like, can that Mr. Dark. Santa Claus? Oh, yeah. yeah. That is dark. Yeah, that is. 
Um, you know, it's really kind of funny. Like you're just kind of thinking about like how you see it now with adult eyes and, you know, me being the film snob I, and going back to like how older nineties films were like, I remember that was a kind of a genre, uh, like in a time frame where, you know, obviously the filmmakers knew the film language and how to, you know, correct framing and everything like that, you know, low angle, high angle pan mm-hmm. shots and stuff like that. But I remember, I think specifically in the nineties and something that happens a lot, or at least happens in the beginning of nine before Christmas is that they use the high angle, which points down at the witches and uses that as they're the ones creating anxiety for Jack. And he's in the low angle where the camera's pointing up at him. And normally in film language, like when you point up, that person's in power. Right. Whenever we see a character like pointed down normally, like when they're in, like the camera's high angle, the character feels small. The character is like, you know, d- downsized and they're like, you know, scared of wherever they're looking at. And this time the it's reversed. So it's kind of like a really cool analytical thing I just kind of thought about right now. Yeah. Weird tangent, but like just thinking about like how that's that what film- you're there for. Weird yeah. tangents. Yeah, I guess. But I mean it's just like <laughs> the film the film is so rich in so many great things and it's just like, oh wow. You know, you 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 still get more out of it, you know, to this day. You know, what, fourteen years later? Fourteen uh, years later? 24. 24 years later. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> my I was like, what is he talking about? Is this is the first time he saw it? How about yeah. this Tom? Maybe it's there to just push that part of the plot, which is like he's supposed to be this like important character to the whole town. Mm, and yeah. but he doesn't want to be that. But the camera is still like also part of the town. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's yeah. yeah. The camera Ooh, is a part a of point. the my God. So, I mean, it's a musical. So, I mean, we've got to talk about it. What's, uh, what's favorite everybody's songs. favorite song? Ali, you want to start this one? Yeah. Uh, it's it's Jack's Lament. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Right off the bat. For the sure. Few who deny it. What a, anyway. It's uh, so good. So yeah. Good. I mean, that whole, I mean, sorry, it scared you, Tom. Um, oh. But that, that song is. That and poor Jack at the end. Yeah. When he's having his realization. I'm oh, like, when he's like yeah. blowing up. Yeah, when he's he's kind of laying on the that's like probably one of my favorite scenes is when he's laying on the in the graveyard. Very in the graveyard. Beautiful. In the arms yeah. of the angel. But I mean, yeah. I, I love yeah. it because it just it, I mean it, it makes that iconic shot from oh. from the posters and oh, from yeah, the yeah. Like, DVD yeah. covers and with the moon behind him and, and that you weird get you know the character thing. immediately. Yeah. yeah. So oh. yeah. My my favorite song is what's this? No, actually that'd probably be second favorite, but it's Boogie's song. Oh, oh yeah. When he's d- describing song. who he yeah. is, I, I mean that. And when he first meets uh, Santa Claus, yeah, Sandy Claus, and he's like, "You're joking, you're joking." And I just like every time that song comes on, like this last two times I was watching it, I found myself like tapping my foot and like yeah. bobbing along to it because it's so well written. That song is so good. Yeah, yeah. Joshy Josh, Josh, fun character. Um, I mean, I, I love Jack's lament. I love poor Jack. Um. I love Kidnap Mr. Santa Claus. I'm actually, funny enough, I'm not a big fan of What's This. And I think it's just because it's, you know, it's it's so played. And it's like when people think of yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas, they think, oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. And it's it's just, I, I like it, but it's just not, mm-hmm. not my Out favorite. of the catalog. Yeah, and I'm like, one. oh, I, I love that. I love when he's explaining the Christmas in that auditorium oh, to everybody. Yeah. And like... Um, Santa Claus. Yeah, that's one of. And they call him like that. Yeah. The when it slows down and he does the red like, comes up. Yeah, yeah. or like yeah. I love it when he goes. Uh, but I, Jack, the Pumpkin King. I just I don't know. Every time I hear that part, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Danny Elfman kills it. Oh, Danny God, Elfman. Love, and you know yeah. this. Oh, let me do your song first. And we'll Huge shout out to Danny Elfman. Um, my so my favorite is Jack's Lament, but I think like that's my favorite song, and it. It touches me in such a way, but I think the what's this sequence is yeah, a kind of like that's of that's what it is. Like that's I'll give it that, yeah. That's like a, its own category. Cause mm-hmm. the thing is like it's such a stark difference between it. So yeah. it's kinda like this marvel that he's seeing, it's kinda like he's captured the same marvel that children see what a world of yeah. Christmas. Well it's done be. equally as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I mean like the thing about with with you know, like again, it's kinda like you get the Halloween town intro Halloween yeah, Halloween town intro, and then you get that and it's kinda like I don't know. It's just really cool. So like, and it's the only time you actually really see Christmas Town. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why it's kind of like you have to have both. So yeah. But Jackson Men is like the one. Have you seen the internet version of what's this? Or it's called <laughs> the fuck. The fuck. The, the fuck. fuck? <laughs> it's so good. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh my god! It's so funny. Um, I'll have to share that on our Facebook or something. But the story. The do you know the story about how um, Danny Elfman came to be the voice of Jack? 
I, I know what his thoughts were, but I don't know how it happened. Wow. So it was essentially, what had he, happened he, was. he sang all the parts on tape mm-hmm. for Tim Burton and they would mm-hmm. work on the songs together. And, you know, they had also composed the rest of the songs, right. and, yeah, the score. And um, he had cast, uh, you know, they slowly cast other, other roles and other roles and they weren't finding someone to play Jack. And eventually uh, Danny Elfman always, he's like, there's always a part of me that like kind of wanted to play it. Da, 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 da. And then Tim Burton eventually was just like, Oh no, I I've always, I kind of wanted you to play it this whole time, and he was like, "Oh, really?" And he was like, "Yeah." I mean, he's like, "I, you know, Danny Elfman's like, I relate to this character beyond any other character I've helped write before. The songs that I was writing for him were kind of like for me, and so it just it was this sweet little moment of like two best friends being on the same page and being like, "Well, why don't you play him?" And he's like. I would love to play him. Uh, and then, of course... Just for the singing parts. Yeah, just for the singing parts because the voice actor is Prince Humperdinck from Princess Bride, yeah. yep. which I thought... I just found out this year. I uh, had no... Yeah. It blew my mind. And the part that I, I heard of was the the whole, like, Danny Elfman's connection to Jack's character. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, this is a composer, you know, like the likes of, like, Hans Zimmer and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. John Williams. Yeah. Like, they create scores... Oingo Boingo. They, 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 <laughs> I like little love, girls. I love Oingo Boingo. I'm they just have to create... Uh, themes for characters you know mm-hmm. when a character comes in this is the song that plays and it, i think it's a really kind of just beautiful moment if you guys ever just you know appreciate film history is that like this composer felt so connected to one character that he had you know over hundreds of characters you know he's done simpsons he's done spider-man yeah you know he's do, he's did justice league just recently and it's like he and batman <laughs> and batman and he was like but Jack Skellington, just one character, not the movie, but just the one character, Jack Skellington, is the one that he's felt most connected to because now he also has to put himself into it other than what's his, like, what he can write. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because just- I think we were, we were talking about a few weeks ago, we were talking about our favorite or what got us into, like, loving film. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, like, thinking back, like, now that we're talking about Danny Elfman, I think he's a big part of me, yeah. like, loving a lot of different movies like Batman and like Nine Before Christmas and everything else that he's worked on. Yeah. Because it's so iconic. And like he still everything sings he does. all the songs live. There was a video that just surfaced of yeah. this last year at the mm-hmm. Bowl where he sang What's This? Yeah. And was like loving every second of it, which of makes me really happy. And I think yeah. that's a really cool thing just to give like a kind of appreciation to music and like yes. score. It's like, it's how emotions sound. You know, I think that's a really big thing. And that's why I think the Jack's Lament really gets to me a lot. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's what's cool about the Jack's Lament song is like it's, we, of course, like we have said, is that it's an introduction to this character, but it's like everybody goes through a time in their life when they're just like they have everything going for them or whatever, and they're just bored with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that. But within the first like 10 minutes of the movie, it makes you fall in love with Jack. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I think that's that's not to get so philosophical here. Or wax. Philo- oh, philosophy. let's get philosophical, baby. Let's but go I think deep. that's why the movie still resonates even with younger audiences, especially if we're categorized in that, you know millennial section and I think I talked about this in in a past podcast but we all have these like very strong opinions about what we should be doing with our lives and how we should make them mean something uh you know I think our our generation is rain well our generation like is is one of the ones that's that was rated like most wanting to do something with with their life not Mm -hmm. just go to a job make money and buy a house right there's so many people in our generation that like what what's out there for me what's how can I be greater? And I think that's what this movie does is like, you know, Jack is there and he's like, you know, I, I want to do something else. And he gets the chance to, and then realizes the whole time that like he had everything he needed. It's um, like the, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Right. You get there. And it's a longing that he didn't even know. W- he didn't know that mm-hmm. within himself the whole time he had been great. He had had his greatness and yeah. um, he just Which was, was kind of blind to it. Um, but I think that's why it still stands today is I think a lot of people from our generation still relate with that feeling. And to go further into it, I mean, the catharsis at the end is that how he has to enjoy and love the things that he actually has. Mm-hmm. And it's not about like gaining something or, you know, he could appreciate the new things that he has. And it's an experience that he brings back home. But the fact is his home is his home. Um, well, it's like that you don't you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Or what's right in front of you. Yeah. Is- or fighting who you are. Like, because mm-hmm. like a... But that's right. I am Jack the Pumpkin King. You know, it's like he realizes it's like, wait, wait, I'm fucking awesome. I'm fucking badass. Yeah, I have ultimate gonna, weapon. I have so many ideas. <laughs> ultimate <laughs> weapon. Every time. That's my hockey pass. Yeah, you know, it's, it is. Um, but I mean, I think this is a good point to kind of pivot. You know, we went from the music. We talked about Danny Elfman to talk about Tim Burton. Yeah. And I think 
Who did not direct this film. Yes. No. But as a filmmaker, and I say filmmaker, this is like technically, that's like the pseudonym for producer. But, you know, writers, directors, producers could all be filmmakers. Uh, directors yeah. of photography, cinematographers. Storytellers. Camera ops. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just talking about Tim Burton in terms as an auteur. An auteur is somebody who works in film and has their signature. And so what you think about an auteur is that you look at somebody, you look at a, at a work of, you look at a collection, you look at a, a, a body of work. Tim Burton, uh, Nolan, Tarantino, Tarantino Fincher. Yeah. So like you, when you watch the movie, you could tell that it's the movie. We've that talked a lot before. We joked at like how when you watch a movie, you don't see their prior movies in it. It kind of just feels like a studio intervention or like the producer took over and that was it. Yep. But when the director has a signature or the filmmaker has a signature, he's like, oh yeah, this is a Sorkin film. Yeah, like the the dialogue is super witty, and here it is. But as Tim Burton as a filmmaker, I think we touched on a really good topic where, you know, each character, like the character Jack Skellington, we immediately identify, and it's about him discovering who he is, where he's like, what's out there in front of him, like going to like maybe Edward Scissorhands, mm-hmm. right? <sighs> Someone that's in isolation and then's brought out to see another world, and like has to sometimes fight who he is. We see that with Batman, right? He's battling the duality of being Bruce Wayne and Batman at the same time. Conflicted. Character, main character, Frank and Weenie. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> is, well, I mean, that's the funny thing is like kind of sometimes you see a difference, and maybe I'll I'll be the minority in it. I feel like there has been a slight degradation of mm-hmm. Tim Burton's work. I um, don't think you're in the minority on that because <laughs> of like what well, you got uh, dark shadows or shadow dark or whatever. yeah, dark shadows, and then you got Corpse's Bride, and the thing Corpse about Bride was way before that. That was Alice 2006. In Alice in Wonderland, and I mean the thing is like you could tell that the Tim Burton brand. I liked Corpse Bride. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I, like, I, I liked, liked it. it. I think that was like almost the last of his really good movies. Did you guys like Big Fish? Oh, I Big did, yeah. but Big that Fish. was also before Corpse Bride. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I, I think they're or right around the same time. I think the, the thing about Corpse Bride that doesn't. Planet of the Apes? No. Shush, shush, shush. <laughs> I think the thing with uh, Corpse Bride that I, that doesn't set hey, too monkey? well with me, no it, just, it felt like he was riding the same wave of Nightmare Before Christmas. And it was kind of like, cool. This okay. is a stop motion kind of feel, and it's like everything's a little gothy look. But I mean, that's he's had that aesthetic for a while. And I think Nightmare Before Christmas made that for him. Well, Frank and Weenie was this short was before Nightmare. Yeah. Am I correct in saying that? And that's yeah. what gave everything its look because they right. have the same look in in that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's kind of like the look of Burton, where everything is mm-hmm. a little off spirals. <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like it's highly inspired by like Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything's just kind of not like really a dark version. Either. Yeah, yeah. And uh, didn't, he do, didn't he do Willy Wonka too? Yeah, yeah he did Charlie. <laughs> well, no, he did Charlie and the Charlie Chocolate Factory. Whatever. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Okay. That was a great film. Yeah. Um, he did. Uh, um, God, I can't think of it. Right. The musical with. Uh, Beetlejuice. Sweeney Todd. Yeah, uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Yeah, so I mean, you could tell like his whole body. And that's the thing. He has a stamp. You could tell what's his aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I guess you can. I Pale. Mean, and also pale, pale. <laughs> Everyone kind of has long, pointy things, ears, fingers, and maybe sometimes their hair is a little crazy. Buildings little are twisted. Like himself, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think you know, at this point, if we we focus on the nightmare era, at this point, he was kind of at the the peak of his his career as far as storytelling and character uh, creation. I mean, goes. He's, he he still got to make residual off of that. Oh, he's, absolutely. Oh my God, sure. he's making bank. Probably he's good to go. Could yeah. I? Probably every time Disneyland uses the imagery. Can yeah. I tell a cool story about that, actually? Do it. So it was actually like when I was still in college and I was with my sister and we were going to Disneyland. And what we used to do when our parents were still married. Um, so sad. Uh, our parents I was were just going to say, wow, <laughs> yeah. it just went totally <laughs> dark. Um, we used to do a trip to Disneyland every year. And as kids, we grew up going to Disneyland. It's like that was our like, oh, we're going to Los Angeles. We're going to Disneyland. That was that was what Los Angeles was to me. It was just right. Disneyland. And I realized like it's not even in L.A. It's just Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Right. Um but I remember, like, now I'm going with my sister. We're adults now. I'm kind of, like, at this point, I'm like, oh, I'm too old to be going on a trip with my older sister. Um, but I was like, screw it. She bought the ticket. Let's just go. And it's a tradition we've had. And we went around the Christmas time. And I remember, you know, she wanted to go to the Haunted Mansion ride. And we were walking towards it. And I remember this big fuss. There's this big fuss going around. And, you know, there's, you know, Haunted Mansion, you know, outside exterior is a bunch of like these tall, long bars, uh, a gate that kind of gates away this garden. And then it has this giant mansion. Um, And in the middle of it, there's another gated portion. And this gated portion had this giant Jack the Skeleton statue. And everyone was making this big fuss. I heard like people screaming and stuff like that. And I was like, what the hell is going on? 
and or I said, what's this? But um, <laughs> I saw some dude inside of the gated thing next to the Jack Skellington. I was like, who's this jackass who climbed the fence to stand next to the thing and take a picture? I was like, everyone will do anything for fame nowadays. And then I'm like, he looks so weird, so artsy fartsy, so like art, like uh, theater art kid. Uh. And I was like, I don't know who this is. And then I was just like, oh, shit. That's Tim Burton. And then I literally <laughs> looked to my left and there's Helen Bonham Carter. When, oh, oh, no, Helena. Helena yeah. Bonham Carter when, uh, yeah, and, and carrying their child. And I was just like. Did you say waifu? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> waifu, exactly. And I was like, holy shit. And this is the time before like cell phones had good cameras. So I had like a disposable camera. I was like, oh my God. And I was just like, rip, rip, rip the like disposable <laughs> camera. And then I just like took a picture as soon as I could and I took a picture of like Helen Bonham Carter and everything's all blurry and all you see is just like the forehead of her. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. But it was such a kind of cool experience. And I remember that was the year that like, um, I got my sister these like little arm guard thingy, like sleeves that you could wear that like, you'd buy it like a hot topic, but they were Jack Skellington ones. Cause I was like, oh, should- like with the thumbs out. Yeah. Of stuff. Oh, of <laughs> Cause that was like the, the, the trend oh, that, yeah. at that time. But I was like, we have to remember this year. This is the year that we saw him. And I was just like, it was kind of a really super cool. 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 I like That's that story. Yeah. Um, nice. to, uh, not to pull away from that because I pull think away that's from really that, cool. You should probably find those photos and we should probably post them on our Instagram. Oh, I'm not going to find them forever. Saying. They were oh, burning the on. fire. Um, this For, is a question that. Remember he's a replicant. And I they, forgot about that. They really did not do well <laughs> in the picture department. <laughs> I, uh, I, this is something that has always been a burning question in my mind. And I'm glad Tom, you brought this up in our, Can in we, our talk I'm, before. I'm really sorry. That's okay. But just some really quick love to Henry Selleck, the director. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. James and the Giant Peach. Oh line. my God. James just, and just some really Peach, quick, maybe? just yeah. some quick love because we were, which fans. Jack Skellington makes a cameo in James and the Giant Peach. What? He's the pirate yeah. skeleton underwater. It's Jack Skellington. Oh my god! I have to go back and watch. <laughs> I have to rewatch <laughs> that shit. Just Google it. Man. I just, I just wanted to make sure that he got some love too because we were Tim Burtoning. He so, does well, absolutely. Jack, James and Giant Peach. What else? Coraline. Like Coraline. Oh, he actually some hasn't more. done. Oh, I love Coraline. Lot. But he's done three great things. But the thing is, like, yeah, that's that's also a thing too. Monkey Bone. Ooh, the one that killed Brendan Fraser's career? Yeah. Nice. So, anyway, I'm so sorry. I was just like, wait a minute. We're not going to talk about the... Uh, What I was going to say is the burning question in my mind that I've had since I watched the film for the first time is, what other door would you like to see Jack fall into? Oh. Because I got my answer, but I want to see all y'all. So, what we saw was definitely a turkey. So there's so I looked egg. this up. Easter. There's there's an Easter egg. There's uh well all the all the holidays are St. Patrick's Day. There's Independence Day, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Halloween, uh, and uh, God, there's one more, I think, or is it five? You said Thanksgiving, Easter, Easter. So wait, those are the ones that are actually we see in the movie, right? Because you know we live in you know twenty. 20- 17 or 2018, wherever you want to was there about this. Right. say Valentine's Where Day. Every day is like, no, like I didn't say Valentine's Day. Every day is a national That's what it was. something That's day. That's what I was looking for. I was like, there's one more I know. Oh, yeah. It's Valentine's Day. Valentine's day. So Valentine's Day, Thanksgiving, Easter, uh, Halloween, Halloween Christmas, Christmas, Independence Day, Independence day. and St. Patrick's Day. And St. Patrick's Day. What was Independence Day represented by? Fireworks. Oh. Oh. I'll, show, I'll, I'll pull it up if you want. No, it's fine. I believe you. Shout out to Katy Perry. Fireworks. Um... <laughs> Um, which one would we want to go to other I, than Christmas Town and Halloween Town, right? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. I feel like great antics could be Which are my two favorite hol- holidays. Yeah. <laughs> They're um, like the most festive. They're like the ones that actually take over a city. Yeah. I think I think I would want to go see St. Patrick's Day land. Because yeah. it's like, what is that? Just like Ireland. You couldn't open just the door because there's just people. it's just Ireland. You couldn't just open the door because there's just Guinness bottles and be, and, and gold <laughs> pots and pots of hey, gold everywhere. Hey, as an Irishman, I find that funny. Good. <laughs> I'm very glad. Um, and if I can drink Guinness there, he, then yeah. we're good. He would open the door and just somebody just drunk just, would. Well, someone we, hands me a Guinness. We like, know I'm for right sure place. that if you go to the Easter one, there is a giant bunny because they yeah. show him. They show him, and it's scarred for life. Yeah. So I may not, I might not want Bunny! to, we may not want to go there. What else? I mean, what would they have? I, I feel like just the idea of the doors going into it, it's just like you go into the Independence Day one, just fireworks. I was like, I can't see. I'm not going to be I feel here. like that would be a Plus political thing. satire. Would it, be, would it be fireworks? I guess it would be fireworks. Fireworks. I mean, would, it, be would like it be just like ultra 1770s America? <laughs> yeah. Muskets and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they had like a Hanukkah door. <laughs> Come on. It's like, don't yes. throw all that tea in the goddamn river. Get to Come go on. gambling. That'd be great. Why is there not a Chinese New Year one, huh? I don't know. There would be today. Because uh, Nightmare Before Chinese New Year is if, just way if too If I long had to title. see... Okay, here's here's a question. Here, Let me pose Dragons this question everywhere. as a two-parter. So let's... 
We're all going to go around and ask this two-part question. Okay. First one is, what other door do you want to see Jack go through? And then which door would you go through, being able to choose through all of them? We can go into one. We can go into ourselves. We can go to Halloween, Halloween down Christmas, whatever you want. So, uh, Ollie, let's let's start with you over here. So, what were the questions? Which the one? First one is, what do you, who do you want to see? What was the other one you'd want to see Jack fall into? If they made a sequel, into, which door would he which, go into? Which and movie would I want to watch? Out of all the doors, which one would you want to go into? Both St. Patrick's Day. Both St. Patrick's Whoa. Day. All right. I dig it. Okay. Boom, boom. Because I want to see Him what they drunk. would do with that. And I want to get drunk off Guinness. Joshua? <laughs> 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 Chocolate milk, um, baby. <laughs> go in your head. Oh, dang it. I Oh, that's a good one. Thanksgiving wouldn't be funny. Be, <laughs> be a little, be a little political. Easter would well, be. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day might be fun. That would be interesting for Jack to, for for Jack Jack. to go okay. through. For me, I mean, I, I probably would either want to go to Christmas Town or Halloween Town. Like, I'd want to check it out, see it. That's like, fair. The best I'm ones. an Irishman that doesn't drink, so... St. Patrick's Day would be lost on me. That's fair. Or it's, would you then fall in love? It's kind of an American holiday. <laughs> fall in love with drinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thom? Thanksgiving. Uh, for Jack? St. Patrick. Well, I'm just, I'm going Thanksgiving, St. Patrick's, Independence, uh, Easter, and I'm Valentine's. And Valentine's. Day. You know, I have to go with Valentine's for Jack. But the thing is, like, here he has that part of his narrative done it mm-hmm. would just be kind of interesting to see what they do with it but then I'd be afraid what's going to happen to the Sally character they like him trying to figure out Valentine's Day I mean yeah. come on I guess where, be everyone, sweet. Fall, where everyone falls yeah. in love I feel like that'd be like a little short that'd be like a short film yeah. I can um, dig that where he can get like I don't know the wolf man and someone to fall in love um, or the little doctor and his creation he made to fall in love anyways oh. um, but for me I'd, I'd go to Christmas Town Christmas Town yeah I, Christmas is actually probably one of my favorites it's I thought like, that was off the table well, he said you can go to that one that we can go to. We can go anywhere. That's what I was like, oh, dang, Ollie. But yeah, Christmas town, I think. Yeah. I mean, when he picks up that snow and he just takes a bite out of it, I was like, that. Like anything that's an animated the, world, all the pies yeah. that are just out, yeah. everything food wise in animated world, fucking, you guys look too good. You go, you have no <laughs> business looking that good. No I hate business. It. Especially pizza. Pizza. Oh, um, shit. Mine, mine would be uh, Jack. St. Patrick's Day, just because I'm interested to yeah. see how he interact with leprechauns. Oh. And me is Halloween Town all day. Okay. I Halloween is my favorite holiday okay. by far. Um, I have a lot of good memories of setting up the front yard with my dad. He goes terrorizing. Fucking nuts. I think I yeah. talked about it yeah, on yeah. here, right? Where we take the place of the scaring, decorations. Scaring little mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. For me, I like would, easy targets. For me, like Christmas is such a big deal because it's the idea of the gift giving. And it's not about like buying something and going crazy like the consumerism world but it's just like the idea of like this is something that encapsulates something that you feel for somebody yeah and i don't know it's like the muse i don't know it's just it's just always eggnog i would it takes I, grumpy tom to like happy tom i would change my <laughs> answer to christmas for me mm-hmm. now that i know that it's a possibility Oh because yeah. uh, <laughs> i think there's nothing i mean this is gonna be super cheesy but i think there's nothing like i just love that it's a pure joyous holiday yeah you know and like and it could be romantic too. there's nothing better than like sitting by a like so we're Halloween town, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing better when it than when it's cold outside and you're like you're like in a in a blanket and near, near the fireplace going. got some hot cocoa chestnuts roasting the Christmas got some music tree going. is like music. lit up mm. got mm. some eggnog got some hot cocoa you even get some uh, mold wine yeah you guys had mold wine mm. did everyone say Christmas town Krimbus for their answers Maybe. But what if I said Halloween? Christmas had a Halloween. Krampus in there? Oh, okay. That'd, <laughs> That'd be, be a little dark. creepy. Yeah. Ooh. I like that. I'd still choose Halloween Town. <laughs> um, what if the sequel was the Christmas before Halloween? Halloween. What or- if Krampus <laughs> tries to take over Halloween Town? Tries to dethrone Jack. Ooh, Suki Suki now. Who would win? Uh, Jack. <laughs> Jack. All Jack day, every day. You have to chase Krampus their way uh, through the other world. So it's like every world in the... Oh, I'll do a little Scooby thing? Yeah. Um, I like those answers, guys. I dig it. Yeah, I, don't care I mean, I'm, like I'm, I didn't answer I'm, for you. I'm, now I'm thinking about it. It's like if I answer for Christmas wasn't always listeners. a good holiday for me, but since I married my wife, it's like my favorite holiday. We make it a thing. We have a lot of fun. So you're saying it's shit for me now? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just start crying. To build off that, what uh, non-main? As a question we have here, non-main characters were your favorite. So no, uh, I'm going to go with what you said earlier. No zero. 
No Jack Sally. No, Oogie no Boogie. Boogie. No, no. Can't uh, be Boogie's boys. Lock shot. No Sandy Claus. Barrel. I think well, they can be involved. But if they because they only then, have the one song, then, then zero. But yeah. zero's a little more involved because he's there in the beginning. He's there okay. when he finds the door and he leads the sleigh. Okay. The three of them are just in that one for a couple of yeah. one-liner funnies. And I song. would say Zero is a far more important character than them, and a more beloved character. Absolutely. Okay, you don't like so, Zero. Uh, something's wrong with you. So I'd say no Zero, no Jack, no Sally, no Boogie, um, no Santa. I mean, do you really like Santa <laughs> in that movie? No, he's kind of even at the kind end of, of it dish. all. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, I I think mine is the. Uh, <laughs> The three-piece band. Oh yeah, oh. bone daddy. Uh, when they when they're singing, when they try to do uh, jingle bells, and it's all out of tune. <laughs> yeah, it, I love all of them so much. And the little the guy's head who's inside the stand-up bass. Oh, yeah, gets me every time, every time. I love the vampires. They're like, I do. very creepy. Yeah, and they like they don't have irises or, or pupils or anything yeah. like that. And uh, I love that they, like at the beginning, they get an award for the most blood drained mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like, who else would win? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I do like these uh, boys. I just think they're just hilarious together. But Which probably is- the little kids, like, the you know, the kid that doesn't have any eyes, like the little fat kid. Yeah. And the <laughs> bat child. Yeah, like, yeah the uh, bat child. That's what yeah, I was trying yeah, to think yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they crack me up. And the, the, the swamp thing is pretty great. Too. Yeah. Um, who's the doctor? Dr. Finkelstein. Yeah. All day. Because oh, he's yeah? just this curmudgeon. He he's an angry dude. He's like, you put deadly nightshade in my... I was like, yep, that's how I'm going to go. Frog's out. breath. Yeah, exactly. No one uses frog's breath and they're trying to cover up something. Falls down all you the first. time. It's just, I don't know. And then he like opens his head and picks his brain, which always looked like to me, it looked like these little... What was it? Little Welsh Herschel thingy, little candy butterscotch things. That you- oh, the caramels! <laughs> yeah, that's what it always reminds. Me. I was like, those look just like squishy versions of the. <laughs> you talking about like the ones that they always associate with old people? Yeah, like, that's what it cool. literally looked like because they're just like little circles. I was like, what's it? Why is it, why does his brain look like that? But oh, I just man, love that's him. Really funny. And then he and he creates like his wife, and it's half of his and brain. the undead reindeer. Yeah, he's I mean, yeah, he's, he's dope. He's I don't dope know, as hell. He's kind of a main character, is he? Uh, I would say so, probably. So anyone that has anything to do with the plot, yeah, you can't pick. So which forgettable character? <laughs> which, which character that doesn't have a toy? I like the giant snakes that eats the presents. Um, well, well, pretty funny. Um, my favorite, like one of my favorite toys, is that one that looks like an evil Mickey that just oh, flies around. Yeah. Um, but I guess okay, a character that's not a plot point. We can't pick the mayor, right? Yeah, you can. I guess I you think could. so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The two-faced mayor, as an adult now, is probably my favorite. Oh, then it's <laughs> two-faced <laughs> politician. I was like, holy shit. It took me way too long to figure that out. Yeah, then I had to be the mayor then. Okay. I had to be the mayor. God damn it. And a special shout out to Josh's bunny, bunny, axe um, wound, Harry. Actually, I read something. Huh? No. Oh. His name is Behemoth. Wow. Um, I was reading today, actually, there was a cut scene. That he was oh, going to be shit. a featured character or was something. Was he? I guess so. What? I, I don't know. Oh, we'll have to check that the, out. You know the internet. It's not always true. One thing I did read on the internet that I thought was funny, Funny. it was like a forum that was um, synopsis of movies. Or not synopsis, but the moral of the story. And for Nightmare Before Christmas, it was, don't accept soup from somebody that you're imprisoning. <laughs> true. something like that so thank you internet wherever that is I think that's is. a really smart uh, <laughs> bit a, of advice actually yeah um, I, is it does it is it feel like out of nowhere it kind of had this resurgence or has it always been like super popular it's always it's always I been think popular, it's always man. had its fingers well and, when did it start because it wasn't isn't it like all over like hot topic stores yeah and, and that's what that, did that happen at a certain point and that was the thing i was like i feel like spencer was kind of the store where it was like ooh, have the cool stuff hey don't go yeah. in the back because they have the sex toys and then all of a sudden hot topic it's like grunge and like for me the loudest small uh, store in the mall for 25 years and for me yeah. my, my big thing is like i remember <laughs> you know dating myself here but like uh when i was like a junior or sophomore in high school like Hot Topic became the store I went to wearing yeah. the fucking baggy pants and had the the, the chain wallet with the spiky belt yeah. and getting like the vest by some brand that's like the veil or something crap. Oh, he's getting Maybe it was just specific. when we were in high school <laughs> is, is when that happened. Because huh? we saw it when we were kids and then when we got to high school, it became cool again. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. what I felt. Because to me, I was like, oh, cool. It's a, it's a movie and there it is. And you'd see like, you know, 
memorabilia at like Disney or something like that, or like a Disney well, store. It didn't hit Disney where it's such a big thing like that until in the 2000s, where yeah. it became such a a huge part of like the like you know after after Halloween yeah. at Disneyland it becomes nightmare nightmare. nightmare. So yeah. I mean it's. And then, like, at night, you have the, the Fantasmic show. It's all Mickey, right? It's all the old school stuff. So, I mean, like, that's why I kind of felt like out of nowhere, like, there's just so much. It's so much more popular, actually, than it was then. Because I think, you know, the movie on itself in 1993 was, like, good for the kids. Adults really, like, oh, my God, this is, like, works of art. Yeah. You know, like, you're pushing the technology with stop motion. But then, like, in terms of just a huge cult fan following, like, I feel like it kind of just had this huge resurgence. Yeah. And that's why I had a real question with it. I mean, and talking about it as an influence – Amongst like, you know, we talked about the Burton brand and everything like that, how his works are, you know, you could see they're kind of reflections of it. But I don't know if you guys ever played Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. I was about to mention. I was looking up what year Kingdom Hearts came out. Yeah, because I feel like that was also kind of a big. uh, Like like an inspiration. Like a vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, a good vehicle for all Disney. Because the thing is, kind of like, you know, we. 2002. 2002. That might be right around there. Correlation, maybe not causation. That's right about there. But like, I find, I found that like. Disney out of nowhere just came out of nowhere and like everyone started loving it. And I, maybe like, and I, I think, you know, the nerd culture, I think we'd always attribute that they're the most loyal fans. They, oh, yeah. they, they stick with whatever it is. Like, you know, we had Jeff talking about like he was willing to give up Naruto to go into fucking Digimon and which is a, a huge job thing. And like all of us were like, we just still hold on to the things that we love as a child. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of why we started this podcast. And I'm just thinking about like, Kingdom Hearts, and that was one of my favorite things about of Kingdom Hearts. Is like when you're Sora, you go into Halloween, Halloween Town, Town and you get a new outfit. So good, the music's playing the whole time, and and you get Jack Skellington as a as a companion, mm-hmm. and he has his whip, and he could like just fuck shit up. And I had a what, figure of Sora with in his uh, Halloween Town costume. Oh, super so dope. good. I was just reading some uh, trivia on here about the movie, and it talked about the three piece band, and mm-hmm. the head inside the bass player is actually Danny Elfman. Yeah, it's based on Danny Elfman. So oh, he's got face. red. Yeah. He's got red hair and sunglasses. I, can see that. I, can see that. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. I love it even more now. Just solidify the fact that those guys are my favorite. <laughs> 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 um, but there's a lot of. I mean, if you check out my favorite thing to do is check out IMDb. Go to the trivia section of any movie oh, yeah. and lose your life uh, on it. Uh, there was a lot of cool little stuff, such as Doctor Finkelstein is only listed as evil scientist in the credits, even though he's given a name. Yeah, and there was See, an original idea, uh, not by Tim Burton, because he got pissed about this. That Boogie was actually going to be Doctor Finkelstein in disguise, and he said he got so mad that they brought up the idea, or that they were trying to force that idea on him, that he kicked a hole in a wall oh, <laughs> at the my studio because <laughs> uh, he was like, "No." Yeah, I mean, that sounds yeah. like a contrived plot point just so you can eliminate a character because then you lose actually a pretty likable character. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, in Weird Way, going back to Kingdom Hearts, like, it was super dope fighting Oogie Boogie when he's like a giant. Yeah. And you're like flying around and like, like. And you see him in the moon in the beginning of the movie, too. Yeah. So it'd be a little weird for Dr. Fingelstein to do that. It gives him a little more of that, um, you know. Uh, supernatural, supernatural, kind of yeah, kind of like. Feeling. Um, but also another little fun fact that I didn't know till I got older and started reading these things. Probably when I was like twenty two, I learned that the voices of Boogie's kids are Danny Elfman, mm-hmm. Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, mm-hmm. and Catherine O'Hara, who's probably one of my favorite actresses mm. of all time. Catherine O'Hara. Uh, she does a lot of uh, Christopher Guest movies. Mm. Um, she is. Uh, she also voices some of the characters in Where the Wild Things Are. Oh. Um, let me. I'll show you a picture. You'd recognize her. She's fantastic. Sally. Oh, she's also she's Sally. Sally. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, Beetlejuice. Well, I have a question. Oh yeah, she's the mom in Beetlejuice. That's yeah. a good one. Question. Oh. Dave. Um, me said Dave. When they dropped the bug, when the Oogie kids dropped the bug into Oogie's lair thing. Yeah. Yeah. He eats it. But does it become part of him or does he just eat it for sustenance? Wow, we're going way down the rabbit hole. I always thought it became part of him. Becomes part of him. So for me, I always thought he's, so just he's not eating it. Because I think he's like, like, he's mainly worms, right? He's bugs. Is he all My kinds bugs, of bugs? My bugs. Oh, because he's got spiders coming out. And did they, was that like a Terminator 2 death? Yeah, with the thumbs up. Yeah, I dig that. I didn't even realize that before. I don't know. I'm maybe I'm just connecting too many things together. But um, but the main reason I was reading the trivia, the main reason uh, Tim Burton did not direct this is because he was doing Batman Returns mm. and Edward, ah, and nice. that uh, him and Danny Elfman had creative differences on this film, 
And that's why he didn't ask him to do the score for Edward. For what? But they remained friends. Oh, for what? So that's all good. Edward. What's Edward? Ed. Uh, Edward was a movie about a, a man named Edward, and it was. I don't oh. know this movie at all. My God, no, really? No. Oh, oh my and gosh! It's, Johnny, it's a it's a fun film. Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. Oh. Uh, anyway, this is the good one. Tom's young. It's okay. I'm pretty young. <laughs> oh, baby Tom, little Tom. I mean, does anyone have scissor hands? No, but Johnny Depp's in it. Did anyone have pointy ears? Uh, he's in drag. Did anyone sing? I don't. Probably. It's been a while. I haven't seen it since high school. So it doesn't sound like it's a, it's a very off the wall movie. Like yeah. it's very out there, very it's charactery. Kooky. Yeah, like okay. Giant Up is playing this like a hundred and ten percent character. Um, but it's it's you should check it out, Tom. Which film did did they not have, or did they have creative differences in Returns? This one, Nightmare. Oh, um, apparently there was a few creative differences musicality wise, and he didn't ask him to score Ed Wood. Interesting. So it doesn't go into it doesn't go into detail. It just says uh, creative differences. But it's of course like, they uh, they're fine. They're yeah. still besties. It's like uh, Peter Jackson and, and what's his face? Yeah, totally. The guy so that guy. Howard, Howard. I Howard love guy. what's Howard his face. Uh, Ron Howard composing. Rob, no, his composer. Oh, for Lord of the Rings. Oh God, Howard Shore. Yeah, yeah. It's like Jackson and Howard Shore. They had a they had a creative differences during Kong. Oh, and he left in the middle of that, and they had to bring in a new composer. I'm assuming he didn't do Hobbit then. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. We'll look on that. Uh, but anyway, back to uh, uh, Nightmare for Christmas. Yeah. Do we? I mean, we kind of went over our favorite songs. Does that coincide with our favorite parts of the movie? No, that's what I was about to bring up myself. <laughs> Did He's we very have the same brain? brain? Uh, what's that? Do we have? Did we just become best friends? No. Yup. No. Who okay. Best with no. Josh. Not at all. God, Tom's so grumpy. I got He's replaced. Very grumpy today. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'd like to talk about our favorite moments for a little bit because there are a lot of things, and I think. There's a lot of things that I like. Story Favorite wise. part that's not musical. And there's a lot of there's a lot of parts <laughs> wow. that I attribute to visual. Like like you were talking about how food looks delicious. Like how things look in stop animo- uh, animation. I like them simply because of how they looked when I was and younger. how they look in stop animation. Animation because it's <laughs> emotional. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> so really like like I brought up word. before the the part where he cuts the snowflake out and he does the double take. I've always loved that. Um, but probably uh, my favorite moment in the whole film is when he's passing out the chores for everybody and Sally's trying to like warn him about the tree she saw. Yeah. There's something about that scene I really enjoy. Like seeing all his ideas halfway come to fruition because everyone's in Halloween town mode and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll get it. Like when the band plays totally out of key and he's like, yeah, practice a few more times. You'll get it. Yeah. And he's showing the suit off and stuff like that. And Sally's like, something's going to be very wrong. And he's like, oh, don't worry. You're just fussing over shit, even though she's totally right. Um, <laughs> but I've always liked, I've always really liked that scene. And then of course the scene where he's experimenting, everything in that is just really fun to watch and see all the colors change. And like you said, the candy cane go into like a noodle. And like when he crushes up the, the, the uh, ornament and becomes the ornament, dust. Oh, it's, it's so green. Just visually nice to see, yeah. I guess. I'm sure I'll think of one more, but we'll pass I think, it around. I think my favorite uh, sequence is, is him being Santa Claus and and passing out the hor- horrifying. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then there's, there's <laughs> like shooting at <laughs> us. <laughs> I think trying just, to hit us. Yeah, anyway. I just loved seeing like exactly kind of like what you were saying like the fruit of that of like yeah. it kind of like not really going the right way according to plan. That, that moment when the parents are like what did Santa bring you and it's the shrunken head yeah. all of a sudden they're like oh my god <laughs> that's pretty much he's just giving out hot topic gifts yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spencer's gifts yeah Spencer's gifts I can you pick a favorite moment Josh it's hard to but one that always makes me laugh is when he goes to visit Dr. Finkelstein to get some gear and for his experiments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just like when <laughs> Dr. Finkelstein goes, whatever for? Yeah. And he gets so... <laughs> they're speaking. They're yelling to each other throughout yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Good day, doctor. Yeah. Jack, my favorite. Yeah, my boy. Come on, come in or something, whatever. Yeah. Makes me laugh. Hmm. I think it goes with Corey's, the part where he's just experimenting and all this stuff. There's one part that I really liked a lot um, that you didn't mention was when he has... Uh, what is it? A piece of the mistletoe, and he's looking at it through the forensic microscope. It's a oh, it's a um, what it's it? a holly, holly. Yeah, the berry. Yeah, he's looking at it, and then it's like it goes, it zooms in and zooms out. Then finally, he breaks it and smashes it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that just that part where he kind of just like what the hell, and like I don't know that part really kind of made me like just really like it. It's just something that connects with like that connects with me. But it's something I just enjoy watching. 
I guess that was that was probably it. Like this is the part where he's just investigating everything, you know, all the signs and all that stuff, and lights are going on, and everyone's kind of like, "What the hell is going on up there?" Yeah, and it's like you see the countdown of like days until something's wrong with Jack. That's another good song, but not part of the song because we can't choose the song I, part. Well, but, it's <laughs> during the song. Yeah. I have so. I have a question. Yeah, I realize this now. We have I'm an adult, and I was watching Nightmare Before Christmas last week, and I was like, "Hmm." During what's this? He's asking what's this, mm-hmm. and he's never been there, but he knows what it's all called. Yeah, he's like, "What's snow, this?" And then he references snow. He says, "Laughter, snowballs, snowballs uh, all these different things, chestnuts roasting." I'm like, "But how do?" You, That's a you good point. And where does he get the books on Christmas that he's reading? Yeah. Is there a library in Halloween Town? Oh my God, you guys! We're, we're gonna what break if the, we're Jack gonna break Skellington the is, is Santa from? Oh. Christmas Town. Whoa! And he was abducted. What? As a kid. What? That's why he has the longing for something more that he doesn't know. Yes, I, I think he's oh the only God. person in Hollywood, Halloween Town that has a longing for That's more. True. That's whoa. Oh That's my a God. return to home kind of thing. <laughs> it's yeah. a nature versus nurture story. It's Superman. No, <laughs> it's Memento. The, move, the, the, the stop motion. Wow, and he doesn't. My God. Maybe his parents were killed like Batman? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm not wearing hockey pants. Well, I think that's well, a really um, – oh, God. It's a very pretty far-fetched theory, but I think it's a cool theory. But, I mean, the thing is like – I just thought of it right now. <laughs> but, think, but where does he get the books? <laughs> where, does where does he, he get, get the, the books? books? But, I mean, it, in that sense, I mean, like, what? how does that – circle of holidays come from. And it's the oh, first time they that. found those doors? Yeah. Here's my question also. So he walks there from Halloween Town. Does that mean you can walk to all the different towns to the doors? Yeah. Or does each town have their own set of doors? I imagine each town has a set of doors because there wasn't a pumpkin well, door. Was there, there is a pumpkin Chris, door. There is a pumpkin door? Yeah, that's why. So they've all got to be able to walk well, to these doors. Wait, does they, that mean there's a, another land that is like a second Halloween. No, count? well, because it opens up with the Halloween with the with the pumpkin door, and then we go into it, and that that's goes, where it starts. But he walks over to them. But he doesn't have one. He doesn't see it. Okay, Are you sure. Because the thing is, I don't. I'm pretty sure he doesn't see it because when he goes into the Christmas one, he just falls yeah. into it. Yeah. But the thing is, how do the boogie kids are safely able to bring someone if they're just falling? And that means, but how does how does he get back to Halloween Town? Yeah, they yeah. don't show it. They don't show it. To, but that's one of those movies that is movie just like ma- skip to the end. It's movie so magic. So he has to walk back. Or he has to walk to the Christmas Towns forest. No, he steals a snowmobile. Yeah. Remember? And then he drives it back. And he steals all that stuff. He steals it. He's got to so drive he's, it back. Well, he he's steals Santa better, He's a better Grinch than Grinch. <laughs> that is. He yeah. literally stole Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. stole Christmas. Santa, he stole the idea he of kidnapped. Christmas. Yeah. There's kidnapping. There's, There's Larson. Yeah. I think we just, I think I think we need Grand to get, Theft Auto. We need to get Nolan on this. <laughs> when you look, oh my there? god! I was gonna see. He does have a Halloween tree. He does have a Halloween tree. I'm looking at the scene right now. Well, he doesn't walk through it. No, but he doesn't see his tree. That's so where like does that tree leaves. It's like treeception. Like, what does that go into? Like, <laughs> a it'd be, it'd be so funny if he opened town. the door and just like popped him out, and it's like he's back in that same grove. It's like what? The f-? Yeah. So he walks. Look at. I'm looking at it right now. So he walks in. Yeah, we're looking at it right now. We're watching there's, it. Oh my god! Sound. Copyright music. Valentine's we have to be. <laughs> <Day>. <laughs> we, can't, we can't have the sound in there. Uh, he's got the turkey, the egg, the heart, the shamrock. Okay. And then, he but there's no, there's no pumpkin Christmas. one. That's the pumpkin one next to it. And he's looking at it. It's next. So when they show it in the uh, opening, sequence. opening, it's the Christmas tree next to the pumpkin. Correct. Yeah. So on the edge here, he looks at it, and there's this orange. On the tree beside it. Uh, Treeception. Look, see on the uh, orange over there. Conspiracy. I don't know. So my question, he's got to be able to walk to it because otherwise how would he get back? It probably goes yeah. straight to his door. <laughs> straight to his house. <laughs> right to his house. Anyway, well, these are the tough questions I mean, we're tackling here on the, Nerd yes. on the Podcast. Yes. <laughs> these, these wouldn't be like fan theories at this point. These would be more <laughs> actually like plot holes. Yeah. Sure. I feel like these sure. are more plot yeah. holes. Because he really needed to. Because the, the thing is, I'd like there to be logic behind like, Cool, like you have to find their own set of trees because, like, it makes sense that there's a dead forest, but then, like, 
And then in the Christmas one, there'd be like just pine tree. Yeah. With snow pine on grove. Yeah. stuff. And then like if you go to, I don't know, maybe Thanksgiving, the, it's like all orange and yellow tree. Yeah. Fall, fall autumn trees. colors. Yeah. And then in plague. Yeah. And then I mean like the in in the Shamrock City town, there's just giant bottles of beer somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that's how that works. Yeah. Or there's, there's really like a lost sequel. To uh, Nightmare Four. In the Valentine's like, Day one, it's just boxes Dew. of chocolates that they open up. Yeah. <laughs> or chocolate factories. And all those questions would be answered. Coco Jack just gets fat off chocolates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nougat. <laughs> that's, the, that's the sequel. Did you just say wafer thin? What was your original question? Oh, it was. How does he like? He's singing. What's this? But he's saying oh. what everything is. Well, like, yeah. how does he know? So, so those things have to exist. I that already in the world already. Uh-huh. I answered that. Yeah, those things have to exist in the world already, and that's why it is. <laughs> he's a long lost child. He's a long lost no! child. Those <laughs> things exist. Of Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Chestnuts yeah. and fireplaces exist. Children exist, but it's just like in snow. They just don't ever have. I it's will like say. LA. Apparently, there was an extended <laughs> edit uh, cut where Santa comes back to Halloween Town to visit Jack. And he's got like little skeleton. And he's children. like, we have to go back to the future. He's got skeleton. <laughs> cho- he's got little skeleton children. Where we're going, where we going? We don't, we don't need, need trees. <laughs> we don't need reindeer. He comes flying in in his sleigh. Santa, what's wrong? Oh, <laughs> where are your reindeer? This is what happens. Santa's when you- now voiced by Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Jack is <laughs> Michael J. Fox, is fueled by garbage. <laughs> This is this is what happens when you nerd on too hard. It is. When you nerd on too hard. All right, let's bring it back in. Let's bring it back in. All right. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to stop. I do. It's a tell us how you no no. rating. Yeah, we got to rate the movie. Oh come on. Yes, rate. We are. Why don't you ask me to rate my childhood, Tom? I will. Hmm. Two. I will. No. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) You must rate it, and that's amongst its peers of films. Did you say rate your childhood? Rate. Okay, good. Rate is a hard (laughs) teach. I like that you stayed silent. Wow. Whoa. Um, Said rapture. Are we rating? Are we? Do we rate older movies too, or we just rate the ones that come out? Why? Yeah. Why Why not? I don't know. I didn't rate Lawrence of Arabia. You should five stars. Okay, <laughs> that's your rating. But I mean, these are all our ratings. For okay, it. like right. we're adults, we could analyze it, we could tell what we love, and we. I mean, we, this was an entire episode without qualms. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> but where did he get the books? <laughs> there is an all holiday father and mother <laughs> who passes. It's the books. tree that all of the trees are in. Uh, I, Mister Snow. <laughs> um. <laughs> I would uh, easily for me. This is a five star movie. It's a five. It has to be to easily. It's it's one of those movies. There's not a single part in that movie where I'm like I could have done without that scene. Yeah, and I can rewatch it and rewatch it and be okay with it. We've been rewatching it for as Tom said, 14 years plus another 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> 14 plus 10, just for extra credit. 14 with 10 years of experience. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm gonna really give it. A, I'm gonna give it a 4.9. It's two years younger than me. Can I do that? Can I give it a 4.9? You, you can, can do whatever you, you want. Give you a- <laughs> get the fuck out of this room. <laughs> no, it's- <laughs> That's it. You die. <laughs> um, Shit. I mean, I might give it a... He has something inside his soul. Hold on. Hold cannot- on. What? You might... What, Tom? What's happening? I might give it a... F- four... Uh, I- I you know what? Five. Five stars. Oh, Tom gave five stars. I'm the Grinch. <laughs> you are the Grinch. <laughs> this week. Yeah. I, I, mm. there's no, twist. There's, like there's nothing wrong with it in terms of like a uh, series of events, narrative, thematic, conveyance, character development. There's everything that plays part to it to for where I could enjoy it as a film and I and I appreciate it. And it does well in terms of the the just the, where it lies in history, in terms of technology, in terms of writing, in terms of music, it plays to every single part pretty well, very well, masterfully done. And so, uh, mark the calendars, <laughs> <laughs> sign of the apocalypse. Um, so when yeah. we review other movies, just cut in this response. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, it's condensed. It's short. It doesn't drag anything on. You don't feel like there's any, any like super ancillary or tertiary parts that didn't need to be in there, or I guess appendix. Yeah. Um, in there or yeah, whatever um, that yeah you can't afford it. to do that with, with with claymation yeah so I mean like it's very cut it's very it's very lean like yeah. we said it's a short film or stop motion it's not, um, yeah. it's, it's not super long so yeah I, yeah I guess 
five. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm you impressed. Were the, I'm gonna feel bad now. <laughs> were you were you were you taking off that point one because you felt like it would be wrong to give something a five or? Well, it was like the other. I think it was one of the times we were talking about like reviewing movies. Give it like, a five. <laughs> a five. This is a movie that you would want to blow the guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I'm not a, the Corey status. I'll blow five. Henry. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's I, worth it that could be okay with me like this is something I would buy the you know 20, 30th anniversary you know, oh, yeah. 14 year anniversary well, we're coming up on the 25th anniversary <laughs> yeah uh, you know metal box set or something like that for it. it's something that you know I think it holds its own place in time that collector's edition steel book something like that yeah mm. yeah okay then that cool. that's a good place yeah to, that's a to great to shut place. this down yeah and stop this but where um, did he get the books <laughs> where did he get those fucking books Anyway, everybody oh, at home. Santa Claus didn't didn't recognize Jack because he was their dead kid. Oh, Jesus. That grew wow. up as a grew up as a skeleton. What if Halloween lost at birth? So, Josh, where can people come? <laughs> all the dead people in Halloween Town are just the dead children of all the other holidays. Yes. It's getting real dark. So you can get us on Instagram <laughs> at Nerd on the Podcast, Twitter, Nerd on the Pod, uh, Facebook, Nerd on the Podcast. Go on YouTube, do a little searchy search. We're not We're big there. boys. Subscribe. Or, yeah, subscribe. Subscribe. All Help us so you episodes, don't have to search, search. All of the episodes go on as videos so you can watch, run it in the background, whatever you do, your podcast thing. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram, Joshua S. Manley. You can find me on Twitter, just Josh and you. You can find me on Facebook. It's a, it's better if I say it like that. So it sounds like I'm saying, hey, I'm on Twitter, just Josh and you. Yeah, and he looks at me. Because he hates it so it's much. Tom's favorite. Tom it. It's his favorite so much. So hard, turgidly. Um, where was I? Facebook. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on IMDb. Uh, IMDb, Joshua Sterling. You can see all of my works. My website sounds like Sterling. If you want to check out my sound stuff, does it? What does it sound like? Just go there and find out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> you can find me on. He's PSN. still mad about the just Josh and you thing. No, yeah. now it's like, oh, I have Twitter, just Josh and you. Oh, I have a website, sounds like Sterling. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Master of puns. Oh, gosh. Anyway, you can find me on PlayStation Network, Sterling J85. How about you, Tom? I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Tall Dark Not Ugly on everything on everything. Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Twitter. Uh, Thomas Biborsuth on professional stuff like IMDb. You can Just find Tom and you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Uh, Vimeo and uh, PlayStation Network guys, Tall Dark underscore N O N zero T ugly, uh, and the Capes Crusaders podcast for any comic book uh, stuff you might want to listen to, Boop. and things I work with Corey are on. They have great posts over there. Uh, you can find me and Tom's stuff on at We Are Storyboard B O R E D, and uh, we are at We Are Storyboard uh, on the Instagrams or at Corey eighty nine to to find me on the Instagrams as well. Ali, you can find me at Future Foe on Twitter. You can yeah, find you can. me at YouTube slash Future Foe Plays. You can find me on Blizzard, Future Foe, pound 11785. Let's play some video games. You can also find him on Facebook and Instagram, but he probably won't answer. I probably wouldn't know if you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he's the old man of the group, is yes. the online social media. Yes, yes. But everybody at home, thank you for listening, as always. Nerd on. Broadcast.